there's a new text feature that we have set up. So if you want to get in touch with me, include your either social media handle or email so I can get back to you. Enjoy the episode. Paul Rosenblum is a bookkeeper, not an accountant or a CPA. Although the information in this podcast comes from professionals, it's meant to give you enough knowledge about these subjects to have a meaningful dialogue with your tax preparer about bookkeeping and taxes. I have listened to some podcast episodes about QuickBooks Desktop, and everyone is very happy about this situation. Me, not so much. But you probably knew that. I'm Paul Rosenberg. I recently got an email from Intuit that said the following, and I quote, After July 31st, 2024, Intuit will no longer sell new subscriptions of the following desktop products in the U.S. QuickBooks Desktop Pro Plus, Premier Plus, Mac Plus, and QuickBooks Enhanced Payroll. They go on to say what's not changing. And, and I quote again, existing desktop Pro Plus, Premier Plus, Mac Plus, and enhanced payroll subscribers can continue to renew their subscription after July 31st, 2024. We will continue to provide security updates, product updates, and support for existing subscribers. All QuickBooks Desktop Enterprise subscriptions, Silver, Gold, Platinum, and Diamond, will continue to be available for purchase for new subscribers after July 31st, 2024. Enterprise, Gold, Platinum, and Diamond include integrated payroll. They go on to say that accountants can continue purchasing QuickBooks Accountant Desktop Solutions including pro-advisor bundles, through our accountant sales team after July 31st, 2024. But what exactly does this mean? For one thing, it's clear that after July of 2024, you will not be able to purchase a new subscription to some of the specific products of QuickBooks Desktop in the U.S. They will, however continue supporting existing customers, and allow you to renew your subscription to those products. They will also add product updates, not just security updates, presumably the same way that Windows does by downloading the updates through the software directly. What is unclear to me is the accountant edition of QuickBooks for Windows. They will keep on selling it, which is a good thing, but not sure if they will update it to a new version every year or do the same thing that they're doing with other versions by adding product updates through downloads. It's also unclear to me what happens if I decide not to pay for my pro-advisor status. Will I lose access to my own accountant's edition? These are open questions in my mind. Now that it's really tax season, I don't have the time to follow up on this until the end of April. Heck, I don't even have time to sleep or eat that much. 
So eventually, I'll follow up on this and share what I find with all of you. If anyone wants to follow up and share with me, please feel free to do so by writing me at bookkeepermensch at gmail.com and let me know what you find out. So this might be phase one of the end of the desktop editions of QuickBooks. Remember, the desktop edition has been out since 1994, and the first Windows edition came out in 1995, and they have been upgrading every year for Windows, although they skip some years with the Mac version. I understand that our world is going online for everything, and I'm really very adaptable to change when it has to do with the electronics and, quote, newfangled inventions, unquote. But let me tell you a story of many people's reaction when QuickBooks Online was first announced at an accountant's bookkeeper's in-person seminar many years ago that an online version of QuickBooks was coming out. There were about 250 of us. We were there to learn the new edition of the desktop. I think it was around 2006, possibly the beginning of 2007. And they announced that they were coming out with an online product. We all clapped and cheered. We were so happy that they were keeping up with the times and dipping their toe into the online accounting world. We all thought that they would basically clone the desktop software and put it online, almost like the QuickBooks hosting services and other companies with their own hosting services were doing for the desktop logging into a server with a password, even with a Mac, and being able to use the Windows edition of the QuickBooks desktop product. However, when they showed us the product on the five large screens that surrounded us, the audience absolutely fell silent. They changed the entire interface, the menus, everything about it. It looked awful. And as they showed the features, it was clunky, slower than the desktop, and all in all, not very impressive. And now for my rant. 15 plus years later, I still consider QuickBooks Online in a beta test. Still, not as fast as it should be, even with very fast internet and a very fast PC that I use in the office, Every other website loads in half a second flat, just not QuickBooks Online, and it's still clunky to get around. The screens don't refresh themselves. Functions work, and then five minutes later, they don't work correctly, and is generally not well thought out for quality bookkeepers and accountants. The only people who I have met who like QuickBooks Online are people who have never seen the desktop editions, or in many cases, don't even know that they have ever existed. I get it, we move forward and not backward, but there are things with QuickBooks Online, such as downloading transactions from the bank account directly without forcing you to enter the vendor name in the vendor name field, which voids all of your vendor reports in reality. How about reconciling a bank account and letting you change or delete an already reconciled transaction? You've always been able to do that with the desktop edition, 
But this could have been a chance to fix that situation. I know you can go into the settings and set a date and a password after you reconcile, but most people either forget to do that or don't realize that there is a function to lock the database with a password. And by the way, this is why Intuit would never want to sponsor this pod. I say really what's on my mind sometimes. Sorry, Intuit. QuickBooks Online is supposed to be for small business owners and small business bookkeepers, which is who this podcast is for generally. But the most popular features that most people need edition of QuickBooks Online is $90 a month, which is over $1,000 a year just for the software, not including the actual bookkeeping costs. I have 50 plus clients who are on QuickBooks Online and I use it every day, but I don't have to love it. My bookkeeping is just as high quality as it is using the desktop, but to get there, it's more work for me in general using QuickBooks Online than the desktop edition. I keep as many clients as possible on the desktop edition And now that QuickBooks Desktop is beginning their retirement tour, by the time it really disappears, it'll be time for me to retire. Actually, I could have retired four years ago, but didn't. I know, that's another story. I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment. As I have said, I am very adaptable to new things in the accounting world, but I expect them to work properly, especially after 10 plus years of being available. They are starting to use AI in QuickBooks Online. One of the names of my client's companies has the three letters IRS in the middle of their company name, and many of the expense transactions come into QuickBooks from the download, thinking that the vendor is the IRS. I have to edit each and every download transaction to make it right. There are at least a few times a year that I accept every bank transaction downloaded and the reconciliation is still 12,000 plus off. And there are no extra transactions just sitting there. There's nothing more to be downloaded. There's nothing excluded. I go through the bank statement line by line and eventually find out that there is a week of transactions just missing from the bank download. No way of getting them, so they have to be entered manually. Error checking for downloads in QBO? Ha! I guess not. I'm sorry to rant here. As you know, I usually don't do this. But again, I don't have to make a possible sponsor happy. I'll let them sponsor other pods. My philosophy, if you haven't guessed by now, is that I want to try and do the best bookkeeping that is possible. Software should help me do that, not make it tougher. It should not create other problems and and situations that have never happened before. If I'm going to download transactions directly from the bank, they should be complete and match the bank's statement. Someone or some computer somewhere should check the uploads from the bank and make sure that they include every transaction that's on the printed statement. Am I wrong? And why does American Express close the paper statement in the middle of the day 
so that the paper statement will never match the dates of the transactions on the download. Once in a while in this series, I'll just throw out things that everyone should think about. Is progress really progressing or moving forward? Is online bookkeeping really making things easier for people and more efficient? In some ways, maybe. That's arguable. I could agree with that. However, the level of bookkeeping using online products has been going downhill for several years now. Bookkeeping used to be a white-collar profession that people were proud to be part of. That has changed. Not in my office, however, as I hope you have gathered by listening to all of these episodes in this series. Okay, my rant is now over. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Back to tax season. Back to my stress in getting everything done. Back to drinking too much coffee after being off it for a few months. Don't let my rant scare you. I am still available by email to answer any questions or to field comments about this podcast or to help in any way that I can with your bookkeeping. Please reach out or leave me a voicemail on the website. I'm overworked, tired, stressed, and working too hard. Paul Rosenberg.